What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to Digital Discord, wherever you may be tuning into from, whether it's SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Twitch, wherever it's uploaded. Um, we've been MIA for a little bit ever uh, ever since a little before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, everyone was busy with the holidays. I really wasn't, but, you know, everyone else was. You know me, no life. Ha, nerd. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm by myself today. Uh, I'm recording this December 10th, 9.43 p.m. Just got done with a couple of streams and dank memes, as Wrath would say. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here alone, and I'm just going to spit some bullshit, um, some recent things that happened. I'm, I'm going to talk about mostly the uh, Game Awards that passed, which whew, I can talk about. I can, I can talk about. Anyway, uh, PSX did happen. Or a PlayStation experience. I only got a chance to see the Last of Us panel because I'm a Last of Us junkie. Uh, haven't seen the rest. Haven't you know heard what they had to say? If they spoiled it, not spoiled anything, but you know told us anything more about any other games that I've, I really want to play. You know, um, but right away, I'm just gonna kick things off with the video game awards. Now, before it started, they had this like advertisement thing, and they started a hashtag named Save Player One. And what that was, was, I thought it was amazing. They made it seem like really sad and depressing commercial. Like a, uh, the pet commercial. You know, when they start. The arms of the angel. You know, that whole thing. They made it seem like that depressing. And, uh, it was basically a message saying that, you know, save single player games. Save the single player experience. Um, a lot of, and, you know, I'm glad they did that because my background comes from, you know, playing PlayStation, playing Nintendo, playing Xbox, and I've always played single-player games. You know, I didn't start on PC, you know, for all you PC Master Race people. I don't, not that I don't believe in it, but I don't take part in the whole console wars and shit because, honestly, I'm a true gamer. And for me, that's like fucking Pokemon, you know? I, I'm, I'm just trying to catch all the Pokemon. I'm trying to get everything. You know, that that's me. I, I want every system. I want to experience everything. I love video games, whether it's playing them. And who knows, maybe one day I'll get to see behind the scenes, you know, that's not in a video with my own eyes, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it's really, I really like that they did that because it's it's something that, you know, I personally can stand by. And I tweeted that right away. I was just, yeah, save player one. And it's true, man. All these uh, uh, high anticipated games for me are coming out. I think most of them got pushed back to 2018. Or was already set in 2018. But a lot of the, the games are mostly because of the single player experiences. That always is with me. If you ask me any day of the week what's my favorite game. I will tell you The Last of Us will probably be number one. Number two would probably be uh, the Tom Clancy Spinner Cell franchise. Uh, then I'll probably say a couple more. Than, you know, Some may include some multiplayer stuff. But it's, it's mostly single player stuff. That's all I play. You know, I, I grew up playing single player games. We didn't have live until Xbox 360 when we played Halo 3 online. But yeah, that, that's that's when my online experience started. But anyway, um, they started that, and I, I was just I was down with it. Now the show wasn't entirely great, and it wasn't entirely bad. I think they prolonged everything a little bit. I did like the music. A lot of it was because they wanted, you know, they had like an orchestra, a whole band there, and they played music in between here and there. But they also stalled way too much. Like they would tell you, like, oh, coming up next, we have, you know, uh, best game direction. 
and then you know there's there's like an in betweener, right? So they have like a whether it's music or commercial, and then they come back, and then they're not even talking about what they said was coming up next. Then they have like another stall for you, and then best game direction would be like in two commercials or two things in the way. Like it's not up next if you don't talk about it next after a song or a commercial. Okay, so don't say it's coming up next. You know, they say like, hey, in a little bit, this, this, that. I don't know. It's just me nitpicking. I just hate when they do that because they stall a lot, a lot. Anyway, speaking of best game direction, um, that was won by The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The nominees were Horizon Zero Dawn, Resident Evil Biohazard, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Zelda, and Wolfenstein. So Le- Legend of Zelda won. And... I'm not, oh, don't don't hate me, okay? Just listen to everything I'm going to say. I never liked Zelda to the point where, like, I've never played it. It never interests me. I don't hate it, and I don't, you know, I don't like it. I'm, I just don't really care much for it. It didn't catch my attention as a kid. It still doesn't now. However, however, I can appreciate that game and what they've done with it, you know, so don't hate me too much for not playing it and you know, oh my God, okay, no, just calm down, calm down, not talking trash about it whatsoever, I actually see how they can win that, you know, especially for a Zelda game, I know of the Zelda games, but I, if you tell me like, if you try to quiz me, I'm like, oh, what came out second to last, I wouldn't know, so please don't, um, I actually skipped one, there's a, there's a couple I'm going to skip, like, Chinese Fan Game Award. I don't know. I can't pronounce all these things anyway, so I, I can't tell you. Um, I skipped one. The one I skipped was Best Debut Indie Game, and I don't even have to say the nominees, okay? If Cuphead was in the category and nothing else was in the category that you know of, Cuphead was going to win because Cup, Cuphead was just more than any game, okay? It had a lot of hype. It, it's probably amazing. I can't play it. I will rage if you know me, so whatever. Cuphead, they won Best Indie Game. Debut in the game, sorry. So, uh, yeah, well-deserved, I guess. Best Narrative. Uh, the nominees were Hellblade, Horizon Zero Dawn, Nier Automata, or Automata, oh, or, oh, God, you know what I'm talking about. What, oh, excuse me. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch and Wolfenstein. And the winner was What Remains of Edith. I don't know this game, so I have no input. On whether or not this one should have won or not. So that's who won. And we're just going to move on. Uh, best independent game, Cuphead. Obvi- just come on, Cuphead. Um, the the nominees only had two things I knew of. Um, but the two that stand out for best independent game was definitely going to be Cuphead and, and Hellblade. Come on. Come on. But Cuphead won. So... Look at that. They got two awards already. Uh, we're going to skip best mobile game because seriously, no. Just no. I don't even think anybody won. It is, there's no winner declared here in this. Whatever. Um, best fighting game was Injustice 2. And all I got to say is... <laughs> that's all I got to say to that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Injustice was fun. Uh, even I wanted to play it. Uh, I've had the first one, and yeah, the second one, I, I don't know, I don't think it wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed watching it. Um, I didn't you know, want to play it because, I, you know, I'm broke, all right? I'm not going to pay that much money for that when there's another game that I want and save up for, and that game was Tekken 7. I really, really wish Tekken 7 would have won. Uh, the nominees were ARMS, Injustice 2, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Nidhogg and Tekken 7. I really thought Tekken 7 was going to win. Uh, Tekken 7, for me, I've been waiting for years. Okay? You guys know me. If, if you don't, I have a tattoo of Jin, one of the main characters of Tekken. I have, I have their tattoo on my left arm, on my upper left arm. Okay? I love Tekken. Tekken 3 was like, I don't think it was my first fighting game, but it was definitely the one I was attached to. Um, and this was the tattoo that I wanted at like 11 years old. I was young and I was like, I'm going to get that. It's going to be my first tattoo. And I, I did it. I got it. It's the only tattoo I have right now at the time I'm recording this. But, um, besides that and me being, you know, mostly biased because of that, 
not biased at all, actually, because I do like, I do like the, uh, the direction they went with these games. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, even though it wasn't the best Marvel vs. Capcom, I liked how, what they did with the story. I'm a story guy, and I like how they blended that together. I know some of you probably, you know, oh, they've been doing that if you follow the... Uh, uh, the point is, every every game is somebody's first game. So, the, if someone intro- got introduced to Marvel vs. Capcom, they probably want to think it's like game of the year. But they will, they they can definitely go along with the story that the game provides, and they did a good job blending the two worlds and you know doing whatever they had to do. Uh, I really wish more characters were involved, um, and it came off kind of kind of corny, a little too corny, you know. It just I uh, I don't know, but uh, Tekken Seven and Injustice, you know, comparing them to uh, Injustice. I, I I guess Injustice always had more of a frontline story than Tekken. Um, I say always, like it's been out for a while. Well, I mean the comics, yeah. But like, as far as the game, you know, Injustice 1 hits you with a campaign to follow, people to attach to, and whether you, you know, you like it or not, it has a good introduction story and makes you follow along these people. And it continues in Injustice 2. Tekken 7... Just because it's the seventh of the series doesn't mean, you know, it's going to bound to be the best out there. Don't get me wrong. But they, you know, Tekken's, the whole Tekken franchise had a deep story that was hidden within, like, stuff you had to read about. Or maybe watch the the, the animated stuff, you know, like the movies and shit. But um, it was always hidden behind, you know, the whole arcade-style gameplay. So, like, I, I get if people didn't know what it was about all these years so injustice being more upfront with what they're about and they have a linear story game and i get it but tekken 7 was the first time it has done that and they kind of throw you into it from what was left off with tekken 6 and if you know what i'm talking about good if you don't the point just just take it this way tekken 6 had a story they changed its gameplay so like maybe it didn't really sync well with tekken people uh, and Tekken 7, as great as it was, in my opinion, they kind of just throw people... Remember, remember what I said before. Every game is someone's first. So if you take someone who hasn't played these games before, and then you haven't played Tekken 7, and then Injustice 2, Tekken 7, it kind of just throws you in the continuation of the Tekken storyline from what happened in the previous game. Injustice 2 is something you can grasp right away based on the the campaign at least that's how it seemed to me so maybe that got more credit and because like come on superman batman all this shit they've been around for years like way past tekken so like you know maybe they did deserve to win it but you know i come from a tekken 7 world so you know i really wanted to see tekken 7 win something it it, i think it's the best Mm, i think it's definitely one of the best views on tekken and I don't know what they're doing is awesome. Not to mention, uh, I'm gonna also say something about the the awards. They introduced uh, Soul Calibur. I believe uh, the, they teamed up with the people from Tekken, and now they're using the same engine and stuff. And Soul Calibur's back. Yes, I wish it was called Soul Blade. But uh, if you if you haven't if you know about Soul Calibur, and you think it's like oh it's bad, yeah you're right. But if you look at the original game it started from, man, not a lot of people know about that. You know, that needs to come back, man. Just look up the intro, the theme song, the intro video, the intro theme song to Soul Blade. It was what started Soul Calibur. It was, it's all about swords. No, get your mind out the gutter. But anyway, we're going to move on. That was Best Fighting Game in Justice 2. Uh, best Family Game, Super Mario Odyssey. Mario was, like, nominated fucking five times. Okay, listen to this. Best Family Game, all nominees. Mario Kart. Mario. Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Sony. Did I say Mario or Manio? What the hell? Splatoon 2 and Super Mario Odyssey. So, either way, Mario was going to win something. But Odyssey, you know. You know. Yeah. Mario won. He's the only one in that category anyway. So, congratulations, Mario. 
uh, best strategy game, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Um, all nominees were Halo Wars 2, which that definitely wasn't going to win. Uh, the Mario game, yes. Total War Warhammer, which, wow, I've been hearing a lot lately. I, I would have thought maybe that one would have won. Uh, XCOM 2, War of the Chosen, and Tooth and Tail. So, Mario won again. Congrats, Mario. Best sports game. Listen, oh, be Best sports or racing game. Now, we all know the same sports games, they're out. It just has a different number at the end of it. But the only racing game I know of is Forza. So, of course, that's going to win, right? There we go. I mean, yeah, we all know Need for Speed and this and that, but like, come on. They haven't really done anything in a while. Forza's the only thing out there. Whatever. Best VR game. VR slash AR game. Uh, winner was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. The nominees were Farpoint, Echo Arena, Resident Evil, Star Trek Bridge Crew, and Super Hot. Wow. I didn't know Super Hot was actually in there. I wish Super Hot won because that's a great experience. Then again, it's only one experience, right? It's always the same thing every time. So, yeah, maybe Resident Evil 7 had more to offer. Um, I could definitely see how they would win. Uh, best role-playing game goes to Persona 5. All the nominees were Divinity Original Sin 2, Final Fantasy Goddamn. Uh, I don't want to read the number right now. Uh, <laughs> Nier Automata or Automata, whatever, however you want to say it. People say it so differently. Don't hate me. I'm just trying to please everyone. Wink, wink. Um, Persona 5 and South Park, the fractured butthole. Well, that person isn't satisfied if they're fractured buttholes. Just... Anyway, role-playing game, Persona 5 won. Not surprised. It blew up, so whatever. Good job to them. Um, best eSports game. I'm so glad PlayerUnknown wasn't nominated. Uh, best eSports games. All nominees were Counter-Strike... Dota 2, League of Legends, Overwatch, and Rocket League. Ooh. You know me. You know I hate all these games. Some I hate. Some I hate and love hate, you know? It's like a hate-love relationship. Mostly hate. Counter-Strike, you know I hate it. I spent time playing that game. And not even because I actually enjoyed it. It's, you know, I have friends. A lot of friends who play CSGO. Personally, don't think it's very skill-based. You know, not very skill-based. I didn't say it wasn't skill-based at all. It's not very skill-based. Remembering patterns and shit? Come on. Not that hard for a shooting game. Not even a first-person shooting game. Oh, what? You can zoom down on only two guns in the game? Well, go fucking figure. It's, uh, it, it's the only first-person thing there. You know, aim down the sight thing. Whatever. I, I'm just, I'm letting my hate for CSGO get, get in the way. <sighs> not a fan of CSGO. Uh, Dota 2, you know, I'm going to compare it to League of Legends because those two were competing for years. I personally played League of Legends. Horrible, horrible, horrible time. Uh, the player, the community in the game is very bad. And I know all games have their bad communities and uh, fuck off noob and hard to learn the game when everyone's talking shit to you. That's all I got to say. Overwatch. I'm more attached to the characters in Overwatch and the story of Overwatch. So that really takes away from the toxic community. But the community is toxic, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, I, think I liked characters and story too much to really let that affect me like the other ones. And then Rocket League, it would be a good game. But I really feel like the devs are personally trying to ruin the game. <laughs> like... Not as far as what they do outside of it. I'm talking about within the game. The ranking. The, the, man, I can't. You, you got to watch my streams, guys. I'm a shameless plug here. Twitch.tv slash IR528 whenever we play Rocket League, which we play most of the time with Wrath because that's the only game we really play together. Um, I just have a big problem with the ranking. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disregard my bad luck in that game and, and you know, losing just talking about the game itself and the ranking system is just so weird and so against you every single time. Um, best esports player. I don't know much about these players, but uh, Faker, uh, SK Telecom won. Won. He's the winner. So, uh, you know, nominees. I, mean, I don't want to butcher the names, but hey, he won. 
uh, best esports team. Uh, there's only two here that I know of. Nominees were Cloud9, FaZe Clan, Lunatic High, SK Telecom T1, and Team Liquid. And Cloud9 won. They, they won the award for best esports team. Uh, best action game. Nominees were Cuphead, which I don't know. That's considered the action game. Sure. Fine. Destiny 2. Uh, Neo, Prey, and Wolfenstein. Best action game goes to... <gasps> Drumroll, please. Wolfenstein. Um, best action slash adventure game. Zelda, of course. Do I have to read out the nominees? No. Will I? Yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins. Horizon Zero Dawn. Super Mario Odyssey. Zelda. Or The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. And Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Now. Uh, I've seen a lot of people say good things about Assassin's Creed. Uncharted is very great. And I actually played Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't think that game gets enough credit. But I also think that's because the game really, really has a dip. And you fall out of that game so fucking fast. But Legend of Zelda 1, best action slash adventure game. Congrats. Uh, most anticipated game. This is a big one for me. This is a really, really big one. <laughs> Nominees were God of War, which one of the games I'm really, really, really waiting for next year. Oh my God, am I waiting for that game? They took God of War and put it right in my alley. The shit's living in my house, you know? So close to me. I love what they're doing to it. Even if the game's bad, I just love that they took a risk and did this. Seriously. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man, which... I mean... Not the QuickTime events. Uh, some people are really bothered by QuickTime events and they want actual gameplay. But fuck you, okay? Story is good too. QuickTime events is a good way to get you really into it and like really, you know... Uh, uh, um, you know, tests your, your instincts. With the game, I guess, if I could say that. And I love that. Um, we need a good Spider-Man game, man. This is how you keep this the this is how you keep your childhood like heroes alive for tomorrow's generation. You know, we need a we need a good spider Spider-Man game. Uh Monster Hunter World. Red Dead Redemption 2, which whew, I don't know how that didn't win. <laughs> I really don't know. But, um, and the last one is The Last of Us Part 2. And you're damn right, The Last of Us Part 2, one most anticipated game, well-deserved. That game is the best. And I'll fight anyone who wants to say differently. Um, oh, speaking of that, uh, Trending Gamer. Uh, I'm not gonna even say the other guy's names, but Dr. Disrespect won trending gamer and if he didn't win i would have called rig because come on guys if you don't know who dr disrespect is right now and you're listening to this of all podcasts and things to do you're listening to this and you don't know who dr disrespect is crawl out of that fucking rock that you call a home and pay attention to the gaming world because this guy is taking over even in the music world like come on come on he's running commercials now like what the fuck man he has just the best persona and it's actually a persona too it's not like you know he he goes by a username uh like like um i'm sorry i'm gonna use you for an example but i'm not using it as a bad way but markiplier or pewdiepie you know like maybe silly names if you don't know who they are maybe like oh maybe the markiplier's name is mark you know but the fact that he doesn't go by that like you know like it's always markiplier this guy He's a completely different person. He transforms into a character. He's he becomes an actor. He becomes a a, a, a pro professional wrestler wrestling character character. You know, like larger than life type of thing. Like it, it, he better he he better stay trending gamer for at least another year or two until someone else even tries to come up with something better than that because he can go. He can do so much with this character to stay on top. It's amazing. It's crazy. Best multiplayer. Now this, I don't think this was announced on the show, or it just flew right by me. I again, they they kind of lost me 
you know, they say coming up next, but it wouldn't come up next, so they kind of lost me. I started playing other games and stuff, like, I didn't really care to listen to every single thing they say or play. But best multiplayer game goes to Player Unknown's Battleground. Now, hear me out. I hate Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I hate what they're doing to it, all the all the failed promises, and, you know, I, I, I put a lot of hours into BR games, and this one is the one of the best BR games out there. But then they go back on what they say or when they say they when they say they're gonna do this, they fuck it up and you know, a lot of people was like, Oh, you don't you know, you don't know how to make games, you don't know how hard it is to do this. You're right, I don't. But if I tell you that I'm gonna do this, you know, let you know, hey, let's do this on Monday and I nonstop say, Oh I nonstop cancel. Every single Monday I just cancel. Right, I be, I now become that friend who you can't make plans with, because I'm always canceling. That's player unknown. Player unknown is that that category of friend right now. They're just a bunch of failed promises, and they can't really just. Not to mention, player unknown himself ruined his own image with a couple of stuff he did. He just came out like a whiny. Just the biggest pussy in the world. And I'm, maybe I'm not allowed to say that, but, I, you know, hey, you're not going to restrict me. Sorry. That's how you came off a while ago. And you still kind of do. But I'm talking about the game here. Uh, I say, okay, it won best multiplayer. It makes sense. There's not a lot out there to compete with, and that's not just an excuse to say that's the only reason why Player Unknown Battlegrounds will win. Seriously, we're in an era of early access games, and people nonstop BR games or or games that are just money hungry. Well, you got Call of Duty World at War, which is, I mean, uh, World War Two, which is probably a failure in some people's eyes. Destiny Two, which a lot of people shit talk. I have fun. It's like Halo. It's like Halo. And, but the expansion, you know, man, pay, you know, the, the fucking paywalls, I guess. I don't know. They've always been doing that, though. That's always, it's, it's always been around. But uh, still get some, some shit for it, so whatever. Uh, Fortnite, another BR game that I think it's superior than Battlegrounds. Way, it's way better than Battlegrounds, optimized-wise. But that's because it's a different type of BR game. But it also hasn't been out as long as Play Unknown Battlegrounds, so it's not there yet. I honestly don't even think it should have, it should win at this time. If you if this award show was a little later, you know, in the year, then I think Fortnite would have caught up because it's a free game and it's that good. But Play Unknown, you still got it. Mario Kart Eight uh, and Splatoon Two, like this, these are really no competition at this point in time. Player Unknown Battlegrounds already got its, you know, word out there first. It's top dog for multiplayer, so probably got more votes because of it. You know, and hey, Doc, like, you know, Doc brings a lot of people to that game itself. So I, I don't know. It's fine. They won best. At least they're, at least that makes sense. You know, they're, they're a multiplayer game. Whether I hate it or not, it is popular. So it winning best multiplayer category, that makes sense. However, it being a nominee for game of the year, I completely disagree with. It's not even a finished game. You can't call an unfinished game game of the year because it can be completely different from what you see it now and you can regret it. It, it makes no sense. You know, you have a lot of people who pour a lot of money and a lot of you know, because uh, it's not just the money, you know, they do it because they love it. You know, and and you have all that work going to a complete finished title only for an early access game to to be in that category when they can just half ass it all the way through no you know like uh, I, huh that's my reason for it not being in what my terms are for a nominee for best you know game of the year whatever but best multiplayer okay that makes sense uh, best art direction, Cuphead. No, I think Cuphead and The Legend of Zelda probably competed there with numbers wise. And Cuphead, nostalgia, man, you can't beat nostalgia. 
game for Impact. Hellblade. I don't. I believe it was because um, the uh, it showed like mental health stuff, you know, and it had a nice message behind a, a real um, condition in life. So you know, plus the game looked really freaking amazing. So you know, hey, they won. They got it. Cool. Uh, best ongoing game. I honestly thought Grand Theft Auto would win. And that, that would have been sad because, man, that's just full of hackers. But uh, best ongoing game, all the nominees were Destiny 2, Grand Theft Auto 5 Online, Overwatch, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six Siege, and Warframe. Battlegrounds being in this category also makes sense. It's only, the category is called best ongoing game. It's an ongoing game. It's early access. It's only going to be ongoing until they decide to drop it, which could be any time. But, you know, I don't think they're going to. So it fits in that category. Definitely does. Uh, Surprise didn't win, though. Then again, Overwatch did win Game of the Year last year. So, hey, Overwatch got it. Oh, well. Uh, Whether you hate it or you don't, you, you got to make sense of it, you know. Um... Best score in music goes to Nier Omada or Automata, whatever. Uh, I'm going to do that every time I say the name. Well, I don't care. Um, I've seen a friend play it. I never paid attention to the music. So, I don't know. Maybe they deserve to win it. I don't know. But Cuphead was in nominees, Destiny 2, Persona 5, Super Mario, and The Legend of Zelda. So, it's kind of shocking that it won over those games. Uh, best audio design goes to Hellblade. Uh, best performance goes to Melina Jurgens, who played the main character in Hellblade, which, man, they spent years showing focus on her and the motion capture and the details and everything of her. You know, I, hey, she should have got that. She definitely should have got that. That's for damn sure. So congrats to her. Um, and then Game of the Year goes, the, the nominees were... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5. I'm going to skip over this game because it shouldn't have been nominated. Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda. And thank God, The Legend of Zelda won. Thank you, Player Unknown, for not winning. Okay? I honestly said if Player Unknown Battlegrounds won Game of the Year, I would quit. I would quit. Not quit life. No, that's ridiculous. I would have quit streaming, probably not YouTube, but I said I would quit streaming, and that was true. You may not think it was, but listen, I'm really passionate about certain stuff, and this is one of them. No, should not have won a game of the year at all. Um, but anyway, that that was uh the Game Awards 2017, the results of most, not all of them, but most of the stuff. And, um, you know, honestly, I remember the Game Awards feeling like it, it was a little rigged the past couple of years, um, only because I had a lot of disputes with the winners and stuff. But this one, even though the show was a little, man, the pacing and everything and all the shit I complained about, even though the show didn't present itself, in a nice hype way and keep the hype all the way through. I feel like the awards, people who've won, are well-deserved winners. But the nominees, I don't think there's a lot of games out there to be nominated. So I think there's a lot of bullshit with the nominees, hence Player on Battlegrounds. Even Fortnite. You guys know I love Fortnite, and if you don't, now you know. Uh, I love Fortnite. I honestly don't think that should have been nominated as well. It's an early access game. At least the BR part. Actually, no. The other part is still early access too. So, no. It shouldn't... It, not even close. It, it shouldn't even be in a category. But, you know, whatever. In certain categories, I think it should be okay. The ongoing, the multiplayer makes sense. It's ongoing. It's multiplayer. Fine. Some of you may be going, oh, but it's a game, so maybe it could be game of the year. No. It's not a full game. They can cancel it like that if they wanted to, okay? It could be a completely different game when it's done. Who knows? For better or for worse. Um, but yeah, that was that. So yeah, that was the uh, Game Awards. 
uh, that just passed recently. Again, PlayStation Experience, I did not uh, really see, except for the Last of Us panel, which they're giving nothing away. But, um, you know, hey, that's fine, whatever. Um, which I guess I'll talk about that a little bit. They really give nothing for The Last of Us 2. They give nothing away. Absolutely. The only thing that they gave away was what? That most of the game is takes place in Seattle. About it. And that there's this cult thing in the game. I don't know. I, you know what? I won't even dive deep into it yet. I'll wait for more. I can wait for more, honestly. It's one of my favorite games. I have a thing where, like, if a game is working on being one of the greatest, it needs to take its time. You know, a lot of people complain about when a game gets delayed because they really want to play the game, so I get it. But uh, I never have a problem with a game being delayed for release, full release, because if they see something wrong, let them fix it. You know, if you're a content creator or an artist or some form of person who is passionate about something, maybe a lot of us have... Uh, like we're all perfectionists in our own craft. Like when you're doing something, you'll never think it's enough. But when you finally think it's enough, you want it to be out there. Maybe that's what they want, you know? Like they, they see something wrong. They see something that could be improved. You know, they, they say, hey, we can go back. We can fix it. Why not do it? So let them do it. Um, They showed a great trailer to uh what's it called um kojima's new game uh death stranding with norman reedus and it's literally the reaction that we can all give like there's nothing to go off of it's weird it's typical kojima sometimes um when you saw the guy float down and like go on the car and he pointed it's so weird but fascinating and i love that type of stuff and i love like the the it sounds really bad but I like the whole dark death kind of thing and not the fact that it's called death stranding i'm talking if you if you've seen the trailer you know what i'm talking about but it looks so good it can it can be it could be really fucking bad or it could be really fucking good you gotta go into these games with an open mind you know we can't get we can't have everything the same so much, man. We, everything's already the same as it is. You know, whether, whether you're on a console or you're on PC, there's not a lot to offer. There's not a lot to offer anymore. There really isn't. And this is bringing us back to a Metal Gear type of... I mean, you know, it's Kojima, right? So, like, you really got to have an open mind. And I think you should go into every game with an open mind. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to like every game, but you should really be open about stuff like even though I don't like certain games I've either tried them or I watched them and I can tell you up front I don't like it it's not for me or it's okay like you know I could still appreciate it so same thing with with this type of game it definitely looks like it could be really good or really fucking bad but you know what I'll stick around I'll uh, I'll definitely uh, take an interest to it they showed a lot of other trailers you guys can look them up um, I know there's a rumored uh, Bloodborne 2 coming out, which I never, I never even made Bloodborne 1. So great, that's fucking great, so great. Um, so I'm by myself doing all this stuff. So excuse me if I'm all over the place. If uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and t say sorry a whole bunch, but I'm sorry. Um, I will try to bring more to the podcast next time, maybe with people. Uh, we plan on having more people on the show. I also plan on having more uh, podcasts to do about different stuff. I know Digital Discord isn't really limited to what we can talk about, but there's stuff I do want to talk about uh, because we are a group of streamers with different interests in video games and stuff outside the world or outside of video gaming world. Um, it's hard to talk about specific stuff all this you know, time because then it, it you know, kind of, it's not what it is for you know uh to give an example i really like wrestling if you don't know uh i do wrestling streams i watch wrestling still yes i do i'm a big fan of it so i would love to talk about it here but i know most of you who watch most of us here whether it was rafts benny or whatever 
uh, I know you guys aren't interested in that. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about that every single time. So that's why, you know, we're trying to separate things. Well, I'm trying to separate things. I can only speak for myself here. I'm trying to separate things to uh, put more out there. Um, some random stuff to talk about. I have a couple tabs open here. <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this because it kind of... Everyone has that conspiracy theory, you know, whether it's aliens, ghosts, this, that, this, that. Um, this specific story is about the robot who got citizenship in uh, Saudi Arabia. So everyone's creeped out by it, at least everyone I know. And they're like, oh, this is the first step to machines taking over the world. You need to kill that bitch or... Something. And I'm sitting here like, okay, you watch too much movies. And she even said that when they interviewed her. If you watched a certain interview, uh, she even said that. Like, you watch too many movies and blah, blah, blah. She made jokes and stuff. And she did that, you know, what people say, creepy smile. I actually think she's fucking amazing. I honestly think she's amazing. Not scary at all. In fact, I think people should really be open-minded about this because... The type of thought of, oh, this is the first step for us to be taken over. Listen, we're either not going to survive that long because, like, in our lifetime or because, like, we're going to, you know, die shortly in our lifetime. Or if we do live a long life, we're still not going to live long enough to even see machines take over. Okay? So, calm down. If you think that's going to happen right away and you treat, you know, whether it's a robot or anyone else with this hate right away, you're only going to push them towards actually doing that. So if you hate this machine and, you know, you, oh, this is the first step for us to be taken over by machines. Well, that thought is going to make the machines realize that you suck and they're going to try to kill you like I want to be friends with the machine, okay? I'll be safe. Me and the machines could be best friends. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Do what you want. That sounds really bad. But, hey, come on. You know, you don't need to hate and think it needs to die right away. Come on, let her live. Right? <clears throat> Just a random thing I want to talk about. Really random. Um, a lot of people were complaining also, like, who would that, who would give her citizenship in America? Those are people who obviously didn't do the research. She's not even, a, you know, she wasn't made by Americans. She was given citizenship in Arabia. They obviously see potential in her. And they're giving her good, you know, they're treating her good. She's going to like them more than she likes you. So how about you calm the hell down and be cool? You know? Hell, if Superman came down right now and showed himself to the world, you people would not accept him. Accept him. But if you fucking hate on him all day, he, yeah, he's gonna blow us up. He's gonna throw the earth right to the sun. Let him do that. Beat him, you know. Be open. Be fair. Get. Um, I'm one to talk, right? Fucking player unknown. Fuck hero! <laughs> uh,. Another one that I wanted to talk about, um, I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people in the gaming community are into anime or, or you're my age or older where you know about like, you know, the Power Rangers, the original being the best one, blah, blah, blah. Or you like 80s action movies like Jean-Claude Van Damme and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I said that exactly that way because I'm, I'm going to talk about Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jason David Frank, a.k.a. the original Green Power Ranger, broke down after decades-long beef. So, I found this out, and I was actually shocked. Um, Jason David Frank, he's not just the Green Ranger. You know, he's always been a Power Ranger for years. I believe he was in, like, every single Power Ranger thing. He always made a cameo appearance. He even makes a cameo in the new movie. Spoilers. Not really. It's, like, it's really pointless. But he's a big, big... And of what he's still into it, you know, he still travels, he still goes to cons, he has plenty of fans, he's not, you know, he, he didn't disappear, 
you know, he didn't lose his fame. No, he's, in fact, more famous than he was back then. Like, he's still around. Jean-Claude Van Damme had a, you know, he had a falling on his career, but he rose above and he, you know, however well he's doing, he's, you know, still doing well. But these two had an issue where uh, it's one of those, it's like the saying where it's like, don't don't meet your heroes, you'll be disappointed. Well, that happened to Jason David Frank, uh, the Green Power Ranger. Uh, JDF, for short, um, looked up to Jean-Claude Van Damme. You can kind of see it. <laughs> you can kind of see it if you watch him back then. And Jean-Claude, you can kind of see he watched a lot of Jean-Claude stuff. But uh, uh, apparently Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, rubbed him the wrong way. Uh, maybe disrespected him, and, like, a long time ago. And there was always beef there. And apparently in this article and in Jason David Frank's own words, uh, their interaction that happened sometime in early November or, or late October in a convention, um... Apparently, uh, someone came up to him and asked if he wants to take a picture or whatever with Jean-Claude. And Jason David Frank thought, like, you know, he wanted to mend things. But then, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, I don't think he actually asked for that. But he ended up saying something. Jason David Frank, you know, two men talking to each other. It went from one thinking one thing and the other thinking the other thing. You know, one thought they were going to, you know talk and patch things up and take a picture they're at a convention the other saw his you know quote enemy come up to him and i'm guessing he tried to intimidate him also john claude van damme is older so maybe he thought you know he was gonna scare this young guy i guess i don't know um jason david frank is also a former fighter or still is a fighter. You know, they both do martial arts. Uh, Jason David Frank actually did cage fighting. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme actually did fighting. I forgot what it was called. But, you know, they both are fighters. One is more closer to his prime than the other one. So, hit Jean-Claude Van Damme's coming off this way and trying to intimidate didn't really work. Okay, Jason David Frank, he's a nice guy. I believe he's a nice guy. Uh... But it doesn't mean you can kind of shit talk him in his face or, or, you know, treat him like a punk and think he's going to back down. He, you know, told him, he actually told him that. He was like, I'm not going to punk, you can't treat me like a punk or something. There's a video on it. You guys can look it up. There is beef. Uh, Jason David Frank also does address it in his own words and his own video um, in his Facebook, uh, official Facebook. You guys can go follow him. He's really active on that. He's... Really active on social media. I love him. Um, yeah, he basically puts Jean-Claude Van Damme in a headlock. And, you know, he's ready to throw down. And even though he might seem like the aggressor, the aggressive one, I guess, uh, you got to know that when someone threatens you, being a professional fighter, you not that I would know, but, you know, self-defense, you know, whether they are actually going to do something or not and you being experienced you know not to give him the chance to do it so jason david frank it's not like he threw the first punch he put himself in a position where he wouldn't get hurt if this guy actually did something not trying to defend jdf just kind of giving you a point of view if someone told you they're going to punch you in the face and you're sitting there saying no you're not you can't punk me and blah 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 and you're sitting there talking you're actually leaving your face open to be punched, especially when you're talking and your mouth is open. You're going to get a broken jaw right there. So smart thing is either to back away, get some distance, you know, avoid the situation. Or if you are going to engage in a situation, you don't want your face to be punched. So you got to do something to get yourself in a better position. Not that I'm telling you to do so, but that's what happened here. Nothing actually happened after that, but... You know, they had an interaction that came down, and this article was published on November 5th of 2017 by the Blast Staff. Don't know what that is, but what I, what I saw. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, I wanted to talk about it for anyone who knows about either or, uh, whatever age you are. But, you know, they have beef. It's kind of interesting. You know, I know we all like drama in a way. Uh, there's some drama to look into. Uh, that, not that we're, you know, here to encourage drama, but 
interesting, you know, two people I like personally having beef and you kind of want to know what's going on, you know, it's always, it's always interesting. I wouldn't say fun, but it's always interesting. Um, you know, pick and choose inside. Technically there is a right and wrong, but it's still opinion. I don't know. It's all based on opinion. Listen, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. All right. I'm by myself. I wish I had someone else to be like, hey, what do you think? <laughs> well, I think it's uh, it's pretty fucked up what he did. Well, why do you think that? Well, because he's just defensive. No, but he but he said he was not. No, but he was, you know, and we have a Discord about it. Digital Discord. Get it? Ha. Uh, anyway, that's all I got for now. Just, just, I guess, three stories. I'm by myself. And if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you so much. For uh, making it this far, for tuning in, wherever you're tuning in from, uh, wherever it is you're tuning in from, please be sure to, you know, interact with it. Uh, give it a thumbs up if there's a like button, if there's a, a button that can give us positive feedback in any sort of way, whether it's a comment, whether it's a like, it's a share, something. Um, also, please feel free to tweet at us at Digital Discord. We do have a Twitter. We do have a, a Twitch, which I have to, I pretty much run everything by myself. Uh, so I have to get on that. I felt really bad for not having a show out for weeks. So hopefully this comes out sometime soon. Again, I'm recording this on December 10th. At, it is now 10.34 p.m. So I've been sitting here about an hour, maybe a little under an hour. Um, that's what I got for you guys. Um, you guys can follow me personally at IR528 on anything you can. Look me up on uh, Instagram. Uh, not Snapchat. Uh, Instagram. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. I do have a Facebook page. Um, yeah, you can hit me up there. I'm one follower away to 600 followers as I record this. Kind of cool. Um, trying to do a lot of stuff. You know, just trying to fit a lot of stuff I have in my mind. I have a whole bunch of things I want to do. Trying to get it out there. Feel free to follow me and, you know. Hopefully you might enjoy some of the stuff. I have something out there for everyone. I have wrestling. I have video games of any type, uh, except for CSGO and whatnot. Um, hell, we could talk about this anywhere you see me on. So please feel free to follow me anywhere. Uh, that's it, guys. Love, peace, and chicken grease is what I like to say. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Have a good day, night, evening, whatever it is that you're listening to this. I love you.